This is The Power Inside, a podcast that will empower you to embrace your perfectly imperfect self and to live the life you want to lead. I'm your host, Yael Toledo, a marriage and family counselor, author, motivational speaker, wife, and mom. Let's dive into this journey of life together. Today, I bring you one of the deepest, most real and powerful stories that I have been a part of in my career. It's a topic that few people really talk about, but that many may be living and experiencing at the moment. An intimate topic, but one that has to be brought to the open in order to successfully help the people who are suffering with it. I begin by telling you that one of the women who attends my practice is fighting for her life at this very moment. She's an amazing woman with great energy and she is in great pain. Yet today, she has decided not to focus on her own pain, but on the pain of others. She has focused her strength on helping other people who are going through a similar situation, letting them know that they're not alone. I hope that she will have peace, and I thank her for wanting to help other people. In today's podcast, we will talk about self-harm. Let's get started. Now, these are her words and her experiences. And again, thank you so much for being so brave in sharing your story. It's so easy to start, but so difficult to stop. This is something I did not believe before it happened to me. Many who see me now will think that I am normal, that nothing is happening to me. I mean, my life on the outside for anyone who sees me seems great. Anyone will say that I lead a perfect life, that there is not a chance that I'm going through difficult moments internally. But the truth is, this is a lie. I'm very sad And I spent a lot of time alone, without friends, without family, doing nothing, not even exercise. I'm not just talking about being or feeling sad. I'm talking about feeling empty, alone. Because no matter how much I'm physically surrounded by people, friends, and family, the feeling of loneliness always comes to visit. Let me start from the beginning. It all started one day when I was younger with my family during a vacation at the beach. I had already been fighting the feelings of sadness, loneliness, and emptiness for a while. And to be honest, that day was an amazing day. When I was playing ball with my cousins, I fell on a rock, literally scraping my entire knee. When I was on my way to the hospital to have my wound treated, the only thing I could think about was how that scratch made me feel. It was a good feeling. It gave me relief to feel that pain, and I did not completely understand what this meant. I came back from vacation, excited to see my friends, and I used the word friends in quotations, as they really weren't. That fear and sadness of seeing them drifted little by little, turning into a feeling of loneliness and anger towards them. One day, I remember crying in my bed, tears falling onto a giant teddy bear. Right then, I suddenly began to remember my trip to the beach and recall what I felt when I fell on the rock. 
And this became my first intentional act of harm. I got up and went directly to my garden to look for another rock. And so it happened. I caused myself to fall so I could get that feeling of pain, which brought relief again. Time went by, and in 2016, I sank. I fell into a hole that deepened every day, triggered when the human being I loved the most was taken from me. And I got to a point where hurting myself with the rock in the garden that used to relieve my inner pain no longer provided any relief at all. I continued to feel the immense pain inside, and I realized I needed something different. I started to burn myself with candle wax, which was what brought back that feeling that made me feel so good. Hurting myself was the only way to numb what I was feeling inside. It's like when you go to the doctor and they give you a shot, you try to bite your tongue to compensate for the pain of the vaccine with the pain caused by biting your tongue. The problem is, when you first start down this road, you don't realize that the more things you do to try to avoid feeling the inner pain, the less effect they end up having. And this is where the road ends up taking you to the moment when you end up cutting yourself. To be honest, I didn't want to die. I even remember looking up how to cut myself without dying. Then I began to think that cutting myself was like a kind of punishment that I had to go through to learn because my mind kept telling me a thousand times a day that I was a bad person. No one had ever told me that it was okay to feel bad, that it was okay to have negative thoughts. No one. Then the situation got out of my hands and I was never satisfied with the damage I was bringing upon myself. I always needed more and more. I wish I could end this message by saying that things are amazing, that I'm fine. I wish I could have a happy ending like most Disney stories, but no, I don't have it because this is a process and I'm still working on it. I'm not perfect and recovery isn't perfect. Today, I'm sharing my story for you to hear and if this applies to you or even reaches one person who it applies to, I only have one thing to tell you. Ask for help. Find a safe place and a person that will not judge you for your actions but will allow you to explore what you feel and be able to find different possibilities for your situation. This amazing woman tells her story to help others who are experiencing self-harm, to help them understand they are not alone. In my practice, and when I share this story, I've been asked a lot about how someone gets to that final point. My answer is that usually three areas of our lives influence our behaviors, choices, and actions. These areas are genetics, upbringing, parenting, and the environment, past traumas, where we live, and what have we experienced. If you're reaching a point where hurting yourself seems like a possibility, please stop. Remember this podcast and ask for help. Find somebody that you feel safe with. Sometimes we feel that it is a stage from which we will be able to get out alone, that it will only be a moment and that suddenly when the pain passes, we will not consider it anymore. However, 
The reality is that in most cases, when we don't seek the help we need, the pain intensifies. And this is where a stronger form of self-injury is needed to dull the feelings, leaving us digging a much deeper darkness. Sarah Esther Crisp, in her article, A Torah Approach to Anxiety Relief, writes about a statement in Proverbs, written by King Solomon. And it reads, Anxiety in the heart of a person causes dejection, but a good word will turn it into joy. She writes that the Hebrew word for this uses the word yashchena for dejection. Here we see how complex the Hebrew language is and how understanding its various levels of meanings can lead to multiple teachings of the subject at hand. We find that the word dejection, yashchena, has three different meanings depending on how the word is read. It can mean suppress, ignore, and articulate. I see this message as a powerful one, that the ignoring and suppressing of our pain can be alleviated tremendously by articulating it. This is one of the principles of therapeutic work, and we, the Jews, have practiced the principle for centuries. There is also a second idea of the quote from Proverbs, a good word will turn it into joy. Notice people's pain. A friend cannot solve the underlying issue or the pain. But when someone notices, just by noticing, it lightens the load, even if just a tiny bit, and it could be the impulse for someone to get help. Before ending this podcast, I want to thank you. You know who you are, who lives with pain, but still wants to change the world through it. And to you, listening, remember... You're not alone. And if you know someone who is going through this right now, share this podcast and encourage them to ask for help. Thank you for listening to The Power Inside with Yael Toledo. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Yael again next time for more life-affirming guidance rooted in modern psychology and timeless Jewish wisdom. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.